Welcome to the 1000 Club Podcast, where we believe that behind every woman, there's a tribe chanting, yes! We call our tribe the 1000 Club, and every other Thursday, we invite you into our VIP section to chat, console, shoot the breeze, or inform. Find us everywhere, including Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook, and remember to follow us on all socials at 1000 Club. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the 1000 Club Podcast as we recap Amazon Prime's original series, Harlem. This episode, episode nine, we're almost at the end of the series. Episode nine is entitled Secrets, and we see a lot come out in this episode. But one of the first things we're introduced to in episode nine of season one is the crew going to support Angie on her first dress rehearsal of Get Out. And as they get there and they sit through it, it's terrible. But when they come back and they meet Angie and she asks their opinion, they tell her that it was amazing to not hurt her feelings, to make sure that, you know, she continues with her journey of um, becoming an actress, which is her dream. So to kick off this episode, I want to ask you, ladies, have you ever told a little white lie to your friend to give them the encouragement they may need to keep moving, even though what you really wanted to tell them was like, girl, you are crazy. That shit was terrible. Whatever it is, have you ever done that to your friends? I yeah. have, for sure. <laughs> okay, Chris say yes, Raza, no. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just don't want to kill someone's dream. So I, I realized, you know, maybe that's something I need to work on is being more honest and truthful. Um, but, you know, who am I to say, you know, who am I to say about someone else's dream? Who am I to kill somebody's dream, right? So. And that's why I say no. Because it's like, if that's what you want to do, girl, go ahead. Now, you, I think I, I'm, nobody has to question how I ever feel, you know? So I will always, you know, I, I'm always just going to say, yeah, girl, do you. Yeah, do, do you, you know? But you know when I'm there, when I actually believe in it, or I'm most interested because you sense that from me, you know. And when I think it's something that is far fetched, you get the go for it, girl. Who you? You know, you get the very short and sweet answer from me. Um, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not out here to kill nobody's dream. I don't think that's my job. Um, but I'm not also, I'm also not gonna overly hype you up either because. You know, what you do might not be my genre. You know, it might not be my judge. And so just because I am i don't really think the talent's there doesn't mean that someone else might not think that the talent's there. You know, like, yeah, but I, but I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't do fake smiles or fake praise ever. Yeah, you'll never get that from me. What I do is before I tell you, I'm like, I'll be like, so what did you tell me how you felt about it? Like, what <laughs> did you think about this? Did you think about that? Yeah, so that's probably something I'll do. <laughs> I'll probably do a little bit of that before I'm like, mm, okay, well, actually, I think it's like this. So, uh, so with that, a little bit into it, we see Ty tries to help Angie with her career path, and they go to a show where Ty has a really good connection with the director of this movie or short film and they're sitting right in front of him and as they come out of the show ty introduces angie to the director tells really great things um and angie once again spills 
well, not supposed to tease, but shares how she feels and is very vocal about how she feels about the show. And she kind of tells the um, director who, I don't remember his name, but the show was a little off-putting. And she kind of tells the director that it was basic and it can, and it wasn't um, up to standard for at least what she was expecting. So as her friend, as friends with Ty, do you ladies think that Angie was out of line for telling that to the director because her friend is the one who brought her in trying to support her dream? Or do you think she was, she was within her right to share her honest feelings um, to the director? Once again, I'm not a fan of the Angie character. Um, <laughs> you know, and I've said this before, you know, I think she did a really great manifesto. Um, as we talked about in episode seven, you know, strong black woman. But I, I, this is, you know, no, you know what I mean? Like there's a time and a place and Angie does not have a good concept of time and place. Like she hasn't, she mm -hmm. lacks emotional intelligence, social awareness, and that is probably what ended up stifling her career. You know, like every every moment is not a time for you to express what it is that you need to say. Um, and so that really, like, that irks me. Um, because once again, Ty is a reputable force who put the name out there for you to get on with this with this actor or this director. And why did you think in your first meeting it was the place you could have provided that criticism in a different manner? You know, because Angie, you're sitting on the sidelines criticizing. All right. So just come on. Like you, I, I personally, I, I, I was, I was very disappointed in Angie while I think what she said was true. You know, um, once again, time, place, way, right. There's a way that she could have, um, delivered that deliver that differently, especially knowing that your friend put you on. And um, yeah, there was that. And and I get it. Like, I, I completely get it. But you got to be, your friend put you on. There was no, it does not benefit you in any kind of way to have told him that, right? It doesn't benefit anybody. And you not saying anything doesn't really benefit anybody either. Like, you know what I mean? You could have just been quiet. You probably ain't even paid for the ticket to go see it, Angie. <laughs> like, we know, we you know, know she did saying? not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, there was no loss for you in this. Like, that, that, I, I, Angie, they, they need to write you a better storyline because I'm not failing you. <laughs> Do you ladies think that ultimately would change your friendship if you had a friend who did that? It wouldn't change the friendship because I feel like, yet again, this is behavior that we would expect from Angie, right? Mm -hmm. She seems like she's a person who you don't know what's going to come out of her mouth. And so it wouldn't change the friendship. However, would I put her on again? No, because she's shown that she cannot conduct herself in a professional way. We already know she lacks tact. So I would not work with her professionally again, no. Mm -hmm. Can I tell y'all something that's just ringing? Okay, this story <laughs> actually happened yesterday real quick. So um, I'm on a new project, right? And it'd be interesting if this person looks at this, but hey. I'm on a new project, and um, I had a disagreement with the um, format of a document, right? And 
Um, you know, in the meeting, I ask questions for feedback because, you know, I'm on a new team. I'm trying to understand their culture, their expectations and things like that. And um, there was like a disagreement, right? Now, I'm the type of person when I come into a new team, I will make my thoughts known. If I feel somewhat strongly, I might push it a little bit. But once you say that that's what you want to do, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, because every battle is not a battle that you have to fight, right? So I had another team member who is also new to the team who um, messaged me or called me afterwards to basically tell me that she agreed with everything I said, right? So I was already kind of like, mm, because why you ain't standing to meet him? But two, I just explained to her because she, you know, she was checking on me to make sure like I was good. And I'm just like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't a big thing. People have disagreements. And maybe had you spoken up during the meeting to support, there would have been more support and they might have rethought the format of this document. Right. But since you didn't, don't come to me now trying to check on me because really I am good. You know, and I think that's like what Angie has to realize, like, you know, there's a time and a place to push something and there's a time and a place just to sit back and let people fall into their own ditch. You know, like some people at some point, someone who that director can hear it from or even Ty can hear it from, because I understand Angie, her point in terms of Ty is like you out here promoting the stuff that you know is BS, right? Ty has to fall into that. Um, hole on her own. And that mm -hmm. director will also fall into that hole on their own. As my grandmother says, you in life, you have to know when to hold them and when to fold them. And Ty, I think, has done a good job of knowing that. And, you know, Angie has not done a good job of knowing when to hold them and when to fold them. So that is just like a 1,000 life lesson right there for any maybe younger viewers or adult viewers that we have who have not learned that yet. Like every, you, you don't need to fight every single, every single battle. Like, mm -hmm. and you don't need to make battles for yourself when it's not worth it. Right? Like, and sometimes you need to play the game. At least you want to play the game. The, yeah. You know, what I thought, I'm sorry, because I know we got um, things mm -hmm. off, but what I thought was interesting and I think what also rubs me the wrong way with Angie is that you sat up here in this black man's face, okay, to say all of the, the director was black, right? If I remember correctly, he was white. The guy was black and the lady who invited them was white. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But the guy was black who made the piece, right? Mm -hmm. You sat up here and you had all the balls in the world, okay? To, to say whatever you wanted to say to this black man, but to that white lady, you weren't willing to lose your job when she disrespected you there. But now you want to question Ty, why she moving, how she moving? Where was all of that to old girl and get out the musical? Right. You know, and that's, and, and, and that's another thing that we need to be mindful of. You know what I mean? We got all the mouth in the world to talk to each other, to hold each other accountable. But when it comes to white people, we also want to be fragile in those situations. And that's not right. That's not right. And you going to chastise this black man from this white woman? Come on, girl. So, yeah. 
I, I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm with Christy never again. That was one and done. I, it would have been, to me, it would have been none um, because you know your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you know your friends. Come on now. You know your friends. Um, but yeah, sorry. I just had to really vent that clearly because that really just, that irked me. That's okay. <laughs> 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 um so shout out to the 1000 club uh life advice from our verified number Rashana who is uh <laughs> yeah, apply 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 sign sign whatever documents you need to give me let me get that verified check on social media <laughs> right here at bossy block <laughs> you can always count on the 1000 club members for some life <laughs> advice <laughs> um, <laughs> so we also see in this episode that Quinn starts to get a little bit more feelings for Sean and she agrees to babysit while he goes on his dancing endeavors and she babysits kind of falls asleep and then wakes up and is trying to find keep him entertained to get him on her side and she finds that in Isabella's Instagram so they go bowling and she's trying to put on a really good show to show how cool she is with not just with the sun but it looks like we see a little bit of sparks fly between her and Isabella in this (laughs) in this episode um so we see a little bit of that and as they kind of depart we see Quinn kind of questioning how she feels about that so additionally on this episode we also see um the biggest thing that comes out of this is we see Camille and Ian doing some secret behind the scenes work and she tells a little white lie to Jameson and says that Angie's in trouble and she needs help when in reality she's really helping the ex build his business and then we see them getting to get into this um altercation where they almost I guess they kind of get kidnapped and uh (laughs) and um they almost come in for a kiss and then we see Lewis come in and say he has a way for them to get out. So the moment that I think everyone was waiting for, for Camille and Ian to have this spark fly um, very physically did not happen. So I know, Rajana, you're a huge fan of Jameson. And I know Christy is definitely on the uh, fine Tyler Lepley train. <laughs> so ladies, how do you feel about this? Uh-uh, don't do Jameson like that, man, but he is the scrumptious. Oh, the, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let, let me, uh-huh. yeah, let's yeah. let's rewind that tape. Okay. Tyler no extra credits and not my Jameson. <laughs> So we know Roshana is a fan of the scrumptious Jameson. And Christy has made it clear that Tyler Lepley is very fine on the show. So with this No, he's fine in real life. Like on the show, the IRL is well. (laughs) It's in real life. Okay. Y'all, y'all got it. I didn't the same thing about him too about (laughs) Um, so ladies, how do we feel about this whole thing? Do you feel like Camille should have shared with Jameson that she was helping Ian. Do you think that it was appropriate for her to even do that? And now that we start to, okay, we see some head shaking and all of that. Um, And now we start to see them connect a little bit more. Uh, Do you feel that it's okay for Ian to even ask Camille for her help? Yes. Maybe. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> the first question you asked was, should she have shared it with Jameson? Yes, because that's her man. Mm-hmm. Should Ian have um, 
asked or, or should 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 they have even began working together? Mm-hmm. No, because of their because of the feelings and the fact that she's in a new relationship. If she was not in a new relationship, get that bag, girl. Right, mm-hmm. but you already know you're mixing business and play. Like you're 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 like you already know you're in the mess. Your designs go deeper into the mess, and this is just giving you a cover, right, for the mess. So, you know, this is just the rug over all the mess right now. So that's why I would say no, she shouldn't have, because I'm always about somebody to go get their bag. But you, you, you that's not that's not the way you do that. And then yes, should Ian have asked her? Why not? Right, mm-hmm. like there's nothing wrong with somebody asking you a question. You got to be able to set that boundary to be able to say, No, I don't think that's a good idea. And when you have to start lying, which Camille has already been lying mm-hmm. the first time, you know, she maybe it's an outward lie, but she'd have been lying about all the little texts that's been going on between her and Ian this whole time. So, um, and all the taste testings and all of that, naming the shrimp and grits after her middle name. You know what I mean? Like the lies, the lies, the lies, the lies, the lies, the lies, right? As um, Candy says, like, <laughs> they've already been floating around. She's already in too deep. Um, and poor Jameson, poor the good black brother. The scrumptious. The scrumptious black brother. Getting played by the fine, Tyler. <laughs> okay. Who, who... The scrumptious black brother, okay, you know, it's a it's a sticky situation because it's like we go back to that very first conversation we have when we start like, do you is it ever okay for you to go back into your past and explore that? And I think this is a situation of clearly where it's okay. Not only is it okay, but it's necessary because you can't even move on to somebody that's good. Right, like, 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 you can't even move on. No, for real. Like, that's a serious. Like, you know what I mean. And I'm not. And I'm not saying Tyler's bad. Like, I don't think he's a bad choice for um, Camille at all. You know, he clearly is the choice for her. You know, and that's why I think it's necessary because she can't. She can't even move on. You know, like it's clearly a barrier from her doing anything with anyone else, and she's hurting a lot of people. In the, they're both hurting a lot of people in the in the, in the middle of all of this. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give a politically correct <laughs> response. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she should um, definitely tell the scrumptious Jameson. And let me just make it clear: I Thank like you. Jameson. Thank you. I like his character. <laughs> I think he is great for Camille, but Tyler Lefley Ian is also still fine. I don't know. Am I on the show? Am I here for Camille and Ian? I am. I am for the love story. However, I do feel like she shouldn't have started a new relationship with Jameson, even though I'm here for it, but she still has unresolved business with her past being her ex. And so... I do feel like she shouldn't have gotten to this or she should be upfront with Jameson about her feelings and let him decide, let him decide whether he still wants to be with you knowing that um, she has feelings or, you know, whether he just wants to casually date her, like let him decide what his relationship will be with her. She should be upfront. However, I could very well understand why she would tell that white lie 
And I know she's doing it to protect Jameson. I know she's like, she's all confused. She's still trying to figure out like what's going on, what she wants to do, what she wants to pursue. So PC, yes, she should. But I understand why she yeah, told that little white lie. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can definitely understand it. And I know, I'm sure it's something that people do quite a bit. So do what you got to do for love, but be honest with the people that you are like in relationships with and be honest with yourself and just be mindful of the actions that you're taking that will hurt others as well. But that's the clear problem, right? Mm -hmm. Like exactly what you said. Camille is not honest with herself about who she is, who she wants to be and what she wants to do. And so because she's not honest with herself, there's no way that she's going to be able to be honest with anyone else. Mm -hmm. Like, so kind of with that, um, and really quickly, shout out to Christy, our other verified member who just dropped some life advice on y'all. Y'all better be catching these nuggets. So with that, um, <laughs> when you, as as a friend on the outside looking in, how do you hold your friend accountable if you see that happening? Is there a way to hold them accountable? Do you have a conversation with your friend about something like that? Because at some point throughout the episode, she did share that Ian sent her a text um, with her friend. So how do you... Um, as a friend, <laughs> hold your friend accountable or give them, do you give them hard advice? Do you give them tough love or do you just kind of let them go at their own pace? I don't think I do. I do give my friends tough love. love. I do. I do because I always want to make sure that my friends know the consequences of their actions. I'm going to support you either way. I'm probably going to be telling on myself, I'm going to be probably in support of the least politically correct <laughs> action. But I do want my friends to be thinking about all of the different consequences and possibilities. And my friends do it with me as well. Like I want them to be, um, I want them to be honest and keep me in check as well. Because I think you have to have people around you who know your true honest feelings, but also know what also know how to protect you and also know like what could come of your actions. So I definitely do. If a friend shares with me certain information, they know they are not going to get what they want to hear. If they're open to that, because not everybody is open to that. And I'm aware of that. Now, if it's somebody that is not open to that type of feedback or for me to give them that tough love, then I will be a listening ear. And that will be that. But my friends who, like I said, I know their situations and I know what the consequences could be. I'm like, girl, think about like, is this what you really want to do? Think about what could happen. Think about, you know, how it, it will affect all those involved. Yeah, I don't think there's an like I, I, I hear exactly what you're saying. I, I agree. I don't know if I consider that tough love. You know what I mean? Like I think I think, you know, like because there's not like I'm not I'm not I don't know, like I'm not your parent and me telling you that this is some bullshit, basically, like it's not tough love. You already know that before you even come and ask me. You know, like so for me it's just like I'ma just tell you, girl, you know this is some bullshit. Do you? Period. You know, um, but I also am not the person that's going to jump on the crazy train with you. 
You know, I decide when I want to get on and off roller coasters and I don't want to be brought onto anyone's ride either. You know, so if you already know this is some crazy stuff, um, I, I, I have, I have space to be a listening ear, um, to be a shoulder to cry on, to offer a home to sleep in. But I do have to admit there are limits to that. Um, that's, that's not, that, that for me is just not limit, limitless. Um, because I'm not going to keep hearing you. I'm, I'm not going to keep listening to the same thing over and over and over again. Um, that's just not, that's, that, that's a waste of my time. You know what I mean? And now I feel like you've brought me in on your mask and yeah, no, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. nope. Yeah. But I guess tough love may not be the the word, right? The appropriate word. I do ask the questions that I think my friends are not comfortable with answering to someone else. Like they mm-hmm. may have answered the questions in their own head and they've made sense of it because you can tell yourself whatever you want to tell yourself to make yourself feel good about something. But I do ask the questions that they have to think about and if they choose to respond to me respond and verbally say to someone else and i think in going through that you are faced to confront which you don't want to confront so i definitely will will ask that see christy is such a good a a, a better person at that than me But let me just say, you have to know your friends. You have to know your friends. You have to know who you could do that with, who you can't do that with. You have to know context of the situation. So I think that's key. And you have to know who you can do that with because not all of your friends are going to be receptive to that. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah. And those who are not receptive, I won't say nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I'm with you. Like those, those that I already know are not going to be, unless I think it's something that might um, physically put you in danger. Like I did have a situation with a friend where she met someone online and when she was telling me about it, it was like, "Mm -mm, something ain't right, you know? Mm -hmm. So I did my Sherlock Holmes and, you know, I realized this is like a totally fake person, you know, that has an extensive criminal record. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? So like those Mm -hmm. instances, yeah. I am going to say something because this potentially can be physical, physically harmful um, to your life. And I want to protect you. But in other situations, you know, had I had I looked this person up and he had no record, but I still know he was lying about whatever. I'm not going to say anything because at the end of the day, you already know it don't make sense. Like, like, like I. You already know that. Like, you're coming to me to do what? Like, you already know that. So I am much more a person that's just like, do you, boo? Like, do you, girl? Okay, girl. Like, you will hear that a lot from me. <laughs> um, just like an okay, girl. Because, I, yeah, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, no. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not for it. I don't want you to be for it when I come to you with it. And, um... Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably why, like I said, you know, people know when and when not to come to me. Um, Because when it comes to that, I'm just, 
you already know. You know your friends, like you've been mm-hmm. saying. You know your friends. You know your friends are just, you be on that ride, girl, mm-hmm. by yourself. I'm not, I'm not going on a ride with you. <laughs> well, with that, we're going to toast to knowing your friends, <laughs> knowing when to share with your friends what to say and how to have hard mm-hmm. conversations with them. So cheers to that as we end episode eight, season one, episode nine. Yeah. And we get ready to bring in the ending. So stay one more tuned. To go. Huh? One more. One yeah, more. To stay go. tuned for the next episode. Peace.